Welcome to Life After Beauty School, What I Wish Someone Told Me, a podcast for glampreneurs who want to take their business to the next level. If you struggle with building your clientele, marketing yourself on social media, working long hours behind the chair, or maybe you've been in the beauty industry for a while and you're tired of hustling and ready to run an effective business, you might want to stop and take a listen because this podcast is for you. I'm Deandra Giselle, hairstylist, business coach, and educator. I discuss real action plans and solutions to help you live a wealthy life. Now let's get into this podcast. Hello, Glampreneurs. Welcome to another episode of Life After Beauty School Labs, What I Wish Someone Told Me, and today we are talking about having a clear vision. And The reason why I want to talk about having a clear vision is because you need to have a vision of where you want to see yourself in order to get there. So the dictionary defines vision as the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. Some similar words to vision is imagination, creativeness, innovation, inspiration. And so the reason why I want to kind of get your mind wrapped around that is because as a creative mind, you naturally have vision. So you, the hairstylist, naturally have vision because of your creativeness, your need to be innovative, um, and you inspire those around you by your creativity and your passion in regards to your creativity. So that's kind of the definition of vision. Why you need vision is you need to create the success you want to see in your business. So it is awesome that you have vision on the type of hairstyles you want to see on your clients. It is awesome that you have a vision for, you know, the type of life you would like to live. But to have a clear vision of what you want to see in your business, there's a few things that you should be doing. One of the things is you need to write it down where you can see it every day. When I first moved to California, I was so broke, y'all. Like, I was broke with not a plan. I didn't have a job in place. I was really starting from scratch. I'm going to be totally transparent. I was so broke when I moved to California that my boyfriend then, husband now, we did not have enough money to turn in our Penske truck, right? So Penske truck is a moving truck that, you know, before you turn it in, you need to fill up the tank. And we did not have enough money to fill up the tank. That is how broke we were. We were so broke that we literally ate... um. Little Caesar's pizza almost every night and we made it like fun that my son then didn't know like that's what we were eating because that's what we could afford. And so in order to get my mind out of my surrounding environment, like what was happening, I would write down goals that I have on sticky notes on the wall. And this was before being Mary Jane was out. So I did it before then. And I would wake up, roll out of bed and see those sticky notes of things that I wanted to accomplish. So at the time, I wanted to build a clientele. Um, I wanted to be able to take home 
you know, money, X amount of dollars a month, take home in my pocket. And to me, I needed to see that every day to understand what I was trying to do in my life because my current situation was not favorable. It wasn't fun and I didn't want to look around and have that stop me from moving forward because all I could think about is this is where I'm at right now. It sucks and I don't like it. So in order to get my mindset moving forward, forward thinking, I would put those post-it notes on my wall and look at them every day. And so you, if you have a vision and your current circumstance really sucks, for lack of a better word, then you want to write it down. And I wasn't formal. I didn't create some beautiful vision board. It was literally a post-it note, some words on the wall. And that was that. But if you want to create a vision board, then do so. I still have my vision board that I created with my sister, I would say about two years ago. And just now some of those things come into, they're coming to fruition. And it takes time for your vision to happen. One year probably isn't enough. So just know that in order to have vision, you need to see it and you need to see yourself already there. So make your goals structured around your end game. Your end game is your vision. Having vision is going to allow you to eliminate the things that disguise themselves as great opportunities. So that's another benefit is a lot of times you'll get good opportunities, but they're not necessarily good opportunities for what you want out of your life. But because they're really, really good, you decide that you want to take them on and it's really a distraction from your end game from the ultimate vision that you have for yourself. So when you know exactly what you want to see, when you know this is where I see myself, you're able to kind of navigate through things that you're saying yes to and really they should be a no. And that's something that takes time. Um, I'm still learning that sometimes as well. But It's something that when you have that clear vision, you can truly say no to something because you know that it's not going to benefit you in the end. You now have a blueprint to know how to achieve your goals, right? Because saying yes to everything isn't going to help you get to where you want to be. That actually leads to being overwhelmed, right? It leads to you being frustrated. Um, It leads to you feeling like you're lost And so vision keeps you locked in, like dialed in to what you want to do. And that's why I'm saying, guys, write it down and make sure that you can see it every single day so that you can, one, get over whatever your current circumstances and two, have a blueprint to what you should be saying yes to and what you should be saying no to. I kind of want to... um, give you an example uh, because I feel like this example is very relatable. An example I want to give you is Amazon. So Amazon writes their vision or their mission statement as their vision is to be the earth's most consumer-centric, the center of company, to build a place where people can come to find and discover anything they might want to buy online. Jeff Bezos, the owner, 
had to create the vision, right? Like he had to say, this is the vision that I have for this company. And when you read that vision that I just kind of stumbled through, sorry guys, but when you read that vision, you're like, that is exactly where Amazon is. Like, you know, I'm over here shopping and I don't feel like going to the store. I go and see if Amazon has it first. Um, when, I mean, we're in a pandemic, we're not really shopping as much as we used to. What do you do? You go see if Amazon has it. It has become the center of a lot of our shopping because they have everything you need to your groceries, to your furniture, to your regular everyday items, you know, stuff for my kids. Like Amazon has it and it gets delivered to my door so much so that of course I want to be a prime member because then it'll only come in one to two days. So he structured his vision his company around this and then everything outside of that does not fit in that does not fit into the vision is not going to be a part of the company and the same with you in your business so for example if you know your vision of what you want to be and what the outcome of your business is going to be then you're able to say that doesn't fit right so when i moved to california Well, let me back up. I've always, 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 always been a fan of extensions. I love extensions. Um, I love how it can transition people into having so much confidence because now now their hair is longer, it's fuller, it's beautiful. Um, I love that I can help people who may be dealing with any type of hair challenges, whether it be medical or just from mistakes in the past. And so I fell in love with doing extensions and learning all the techniques and at first when I first started doing hair I was a little bit of everything like a jack of all trades right I can do natural hair I can do color I can cut hair I can do this I can do I can do I can do it wasn't until I honed in on doing extensions that I really understood like what made me happy with doing hair and what my target audience was going to be and how I can dial into that and be successful in doing hair. So from there, I started creating so much opportunity by doing extensions. Um, I started working for different companies that would align with me doing extension services. I started seeking out clients that love extensions and wanted extensions. I started volunteering for a look good, feel better project so that I could help women who are dealing with cancer learn how to style their wigs as well as learn how to do head wraps and do simple makeup on themselves. I learned how to create my business around this vision of being an extension specialist. And I mean, that's really specific, but when you have a vision, you need to be that specific um, so you don't get confused. When I was a jack of all trades, when it came to hair, I was confused and I was lost. Now, I didn't start off saying, oh, I want to do extensions only. I actually started off working at a natural hair salon in Lakewood, Washington. And even though we did extensions, like the main focus was natural hair. So I learned twist outs and, um, you know, natural hair updos and all that stuff, braids, protective styles, all those good things. But it wasn't until I truly dialed into what I love doing that I felt no longer lost and really focused. 
And so that needs to be you when it comes to you creating your business and the life for yourself. And when I go back to the example of Amazon, that's exactly what the creator or owner or whatever you want to call him, Jeff did, is he decided what his business was going to be and got laser focused and he is super rich. And I know that some of you guys are like, well, I just really love doing hair. Like hair is what I love to do. And that's great. You can love to do hair. But what do you love to do in hair? And the reason why I'm saying that is it's going to help you find your target audience. I like to say this, that if you speak to everyone, you speak to no one. And so when you have this broad audience that you're speaking to, you're really not reaching anyone. And if you are finding it hard for you to build a clientele, it's probably because you're not very focused on who you're talking to when it comes to your target audience. And so you need to get crystal clear and focus going back to vision. And you also need to know why you are doing this business, right? Like if you're doing hair because you want to make money, I mean, we all want to make money, right? But if you don't know why you're doing something and your motivation is money, you're going to find that you don't like doing it after a while. Hairstyling, being a hairstylist, I mean, just be, being in the beauty industry itself is hard work. It takes you understanding not only how to do hair or makeup or whatever it is you're doing, it also takes you understanding how to run a business because you're your own business. And so if you don't have a love for it outside of money, you're not going to want to do it for very long. I tell my students all the time that if you don't find what you love about cosmetology, about the beauty industry, maybe if I have, let's say, 20 students in my class, maybe five of you guys are going to stay in this industry for the long haul. And a lot of times the reason is no vision. You're just, I'm going to school, I'm doing this thing, I want to make money, and that's it. So you have to find your purpose on why you're even doing this business. And I find that when you have your purpose together, when you have your vision together, when you can roll out of bed and see it in front of you, you find a sense of push through. <laughs> I couldn't find another word right there. Meaning you're able to get through the tough times. Um, I cannot tell you how many times I have been frustrated with building a clientele. I have been upset with the lack of finances after I've worked behind the chair for 12 hours. And one of the reasons is that it was because I lost focus of my vision and what I was trying to do. I truly lost focus on what I was trying to do. And it's because I didn't get to, I wasn't paying attention to my vision anymore. So even now to this day, my my career has transitioned. Um, you know, I'm here to support you guys. I love educating, teaching, um, being a business coach. Like I love those things. And even though I still am currently in the salon, um, my vision has changed and it has evolved. And I have a new vision, aka mission statement that I look at every time I sit at my desk to know who I am and what I'm trying to do.
So not only do you get your target audience, you also get your sense of purpose on why you're in this industry. So vision is so important. Like I can't stress to you guys enough how important your vision is. And so just a little bit of a recap, you want to make sure that you think about your vision and that you write it down where you can see it every day because it's going to help you get through tough times. It's going to help you know what you should be saying yes to, what you should be saying no to. I want to also talk about that. Let me go back to um, you saying yes and no to things. I told you guys I'm transitioning, right? I'm literally in the middle of a transition. I'm working in the salon and I am also working on business coaching material, courses, um, all while educating for Keratin Complex, educating at my school. You know, I'm doing a lot. And one of the things that I find is that I have to know when to say no. And that's going to be another episode later on. Um, learning how to say no, the art of saying no. But recently, someone called me to do a wedding. And if you know, if you've been in this industry for a while, weddings are not 100% easy, right? Like there's a lot of prep involved, Um, especially if you're not someone who does weddings regularly. It's just not the easiest thing. And so I was getting ready to say, well, not only is weddings fun because you're a part of something that's going to make someone's life. Like I'm literally a part of someone's life uh, because I did their hair and makeup for their wedding. Like that's a forever moment and that's an honor to be a part of that moment. But on the flip side, you know, you make good money, you make decent money doing weddings. But then I was getting ready to like say yes and I thought about it like, Deandra, what is your vision? Do you have time to do this wedding? Is this aligning with where you see yourself and the goals that you have yourself, the goals that you have for yourself recently? Like, does this align? And I'm like, no, it doesn't. So I get on the call with her, with this person, and I'm like, Unfortunately, I won't be able to do your wedding, but I have a few people that I can refer you to and they are excellent at what they do. Let me give you their information. I had to go back to the vision. That's how the vision will help you navigate through saying yes and no and making sure that you're choosing the right opportunities and not just everything that disguises themselves as an opportunity. That's how clear I want you guys to be, okay? So I know you're like, if she says vision one more time, I'm like, I'm going to be like, uh-uh, I'm done with this podcast. But I'm telling you guys, it's really going to help you. So if you want to know how to create your vision and what you should ask yourself, I want you to ask yourself a couple questions to help you formulate your vision. And one of the questions are, what are you going to do as a hairstylist? What are some of the things that make you happy as a hairstylist? Like what techniques do you enjoy doing as a hairstylist? That's going to help you answer that question as far as what you want to do as a hairstylist. How will it help your target audience? So if you haven't figured out your target audience, let me know in the show notes or in the comments 
what you want to know about having a target audience, okay? So let me know in the comments if you're like lost on how to find your target audience or if you don't know what I'm talking about. But understanding um, your vision is going to help you figure out how that's going to help your target audience. So if you have your target audience, there's something that they need from you and that's going to help you determine your vision. Why are you even doing this business? Remember, like that's your purpose. Like, Why do you want to be a hairstylist? Why are you doing this? What is in it for you? And that's going to help you think outside of, oh, I just want to make money, right? It's going to help you go beyond just making money. And I want to add one more. What does your business look like in the future? And when you put all those together, you've created your vision. Does your future business look like someone who owns multiple salons? Maybe you want to own a chain of salon suites. Maybe you want to be a hairstylist that travels the world. Maybe you want to work for TV and film. Maybe you want to be a teacher. Maybe you want to work for a brand, a company, whatever it is, do not limit yourself and try to be super realistic. What do you want to see your business in the future? Now, I want to leave this quote from you from Simon Sinek, and it says, Vision is the ability to talk about the future with such clarity it is as if we're talking about the past. I'm going to read it for you one more time. Vision is the ability to talk about the future with such clarity it is as if you're talking about the past. So create your vision, see yourself in the vision, think and talk about it as if it has already come to pass. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Please be sure to subscribe, leave a rating. Let me know in the comments below if there is something that you want me to talk about. Uh, Like I said, don't forget to subscribe. Follow me on Instagram and be sure to join the private Facebook group, Glampreneurs. I thank you so much for listening. Until next time, see you later, Glampreneurs.